Welcome to another sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranton. I don't know much about sports. I'm sorry, Jordan. I, I kind of stepped on you there. I don't think so. Just slightly. I say Jordan Pomaville pretty clipped at the beginning. Yeah, he said, I'm going to that's what the whole intro sounds to me now. If you're a first-time listener, it sounds like this. And Phil. Right? And then we babble about something totally unrelated to the subject of the podcast. And then Jordan says, I get out my lasso and I say, it's a sports comedy podcast. There we go. Rain it in. Oh, you mean like Hall of Shame on Crooked Media? No. What? Not at all. Hall of Shame should be in the Hall of Shame for stealing our idea. Hall of Shame is doing all of the wide world of weird sports segments, only with new people and a uh, much more popular podcast network. Flood their reviews with one-star reviews. And say in the comments that we're better. Yeah. yeah. While we while we have never met these people, and I'm sure they're very absolutely nice. no reason to believe they've ever listened to our podcast yeah. because that's basically the case oh, for yeah. every single member of the United States of America that we don't know personally. And their teaser for their podcast is pretty charming. I'm I'm pretty excited yeah. to listen. To it. it might become my new favorite sports comedy podcast. But I don't think it's a sports comedy podcast. Uh, they're doing it as comedy, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's called Hall of Shame, and they're going after like weird sports, sports scandals, moments. Yeah. But that's not necessarily funny. Oh, I'm thinking that it's oh, like it's if a it's couple. It's not of, funny. I really don't want to listen. The two that's women hosting right. are like comedy actresses. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. That's, sports that's scandals funny. are the well, I'm not going to say the saddest, but it's to a, me they're among the saddest because it's like I don't know. At least when you're talking about like uh, a government scandal, you're like oh well, government matters, right? You know, sports like are silly people got. Wrapped up in something because a lot was on the line and they made bad decisions and it's not excusing them morally, but so it is. But in sports, it's just sort of like, what the fuck? And this is a perfect segue into explaining our guest today. Oh, yeah. The XFL's Seattle Dragons Oh wow! recently had an out, not an outbreak, but they recently identified a vendor... Oh no! And one of their games. So you're saying the fresh hot popcorn here was covered in coronavirus? We don't know. Oh no! But the vendor. This is Vince McMahon's league. Yeah, you know Vince right. McMahon, WWE. WWE guy. Yeah. This is his league. The king of storytelling. The king yeah. of storytelling, and yeah. it's and basically, apparently, one of the vendors at the Seattle Dragons game has tested positive for coronavirus. Oh no! And that's who we have on today. Oh no! Oh, I no. hope that he's not going to give us coronavirus. Well, we have that special thing we're going to... Oh, know, the little mat that's yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. The little health mat. Yeah, we'll Hazmat. Use, we'll use that. Yeah. Um, Hazmat. We'll and this will that. be a great interview because I kind of want to find out a little bit more about, one, the XFL, and two, how's he dealing with coronavirus and was he was he near the fans? That sort of thing. Right, yeah. right. I mean, the XFL fans, they're looking for the WWE experience at the game. Right. Well, they want right. less stall, more ball. More ball. Yeah, yeah less exactly. stall, more ball. But uh, how how do you get more ball when you're you're going from both ends in the stadium toilet? We also have uh, news, news, news. We got a wide world of weird sport. You're goddamn right, we do. But first, Tim Tebow update, watch update. Tim Tebow update, watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Uh, is this our first Tim Tebow update, watch update since he's become a man? Uh, no, because we did oh, one no, immediately right. okay. after. We did yeah. one immediately after. Tim Tebow to play for the Philippines in the World Baseball Classic. Really? Subheadline, baseball fans everywhere are confused. 
what is the World Baseball Classic? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it. Is so, that like the World Series? Well, a couple questions here, and one has a super no, simple answer. It's not at all like the World Series, and that's Sounds the biggest like problem. It. So I'll start with the harder one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The World Baseball Classic is an international baseball tournament that seamlessly blends everything MLB's old white fan base loves about baseball mm. with other countries and cultures. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, but that's the thing that a lot of those guys don't like about baseball. Uh, making it like a World Cup that nobody watches or a basketball World Cup that nobody's heard of. Mm. You might be asking yourself, have we done this as a wide world of weird sports? As I see it, there's two answers. Either we did and all of us forgot, yep. sure, or it wasn't even esoterically interesting enough. <laughs> Probably both. But the next one's gonna be great because yeah. Tim Tebow's in it. Maybe. <laughs> what? So uh, basically, the next one isn't until next year, 2021. Yeah. The 16 teams that played in the last one automatically qualify. It's an every four year international tournament. However, there's gonna be a 20 team field. And in two weeks, 12 teams will be fighting for the final four spots. Okay. These are qualifiers. We all know, we're familiar with qualifiers. Yeah, I watched the Bad News Bears. The fi- <laughs> I get it. And the Philippines is going to be fighting for one of the four final spots in two weeks. And Tim Tebow is going to be on their team. So he literally is playing for the Philippines team, but he was not born or, or lived now, in the Philippines. We'll get that. We'll oh, okay. actually, I'm going to get there's, that. There's sort of a tradition with that. Well, okay. I, well, I want to explain first. The Philippines sure. began with a strong baseball legacy after World War II. They won the first Asian baseball championships oh, wow. in 1954. But have largely struggled in the seven decades since <laughs> yeah. against confederation rivals Japan, South Korea, and Chinese Taipei. Yeah, those are question. all the ones I would have predicted would have won that, all of the Asian. That's a pretty stacked division. Yeah. yeah. That's... How, how many of the people on the team do you think have the nickname the Thrilla from Manila? Oh, do you think, I think they, they just fight do it over, over it. it. Yeah. yeah I they, think... Like one person gets it and then they all have to. I bet it's voted on, you know, in, in training camp. If yeah. you've never watched the whole Thrilla from Manila, fight on youtube you should it's spectacular i don't watch free booted it's, content it's his it's his best uh best fight molly's best fight well the uh the philippines have never qualified for the world baseball classic oh in in all of the many years of the world baseball classic yes starting in 2006 they've never qualified <laughs> that's only been that it's not very classic it's very new well they call it classic instead of a cup because oh, cups ain't american i that's see true. so they they started the world baseball classic just a little too late to catch those dominant filipino teams in the post-war years okay yeah. so as it as funny as it might seem the addition of tebow will likely improve the team but at the very least, it's going to increase attendance, yeah. and you might finally get to hear some guy with a southern accent screaming, Go Philippines! <laughs> Go Gators! Yeah. Go Philippines! Can That's the mascot really for the fun. Philippines be the Gators? Because that would make my life a lot easier. Oh, but, that'd be fun. But how does, yeah. how, how does Tim Tebow fit in? Well, each uh, uh, the eligibility rules are pretty loosey-goosey yeah. and generally aimed at securing the most major league talent as possible. I, I remember a few different people who've landed on some interesting teams, shall we say, over the years. Right. Basically, with without these rules, less than half the participants would be able to field competitive teams because right. you got U.S., Canada, Japan, Cuba, Dominican Republic, South Korea, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, but that's eight countries. Yeah. There's a whole world yeah. out Baseball there. Baseball is impressively deep through the first tier of its internationalism. Sure. But it's when you get to that second tier that you really fall off. That's where soccer makes a lot of gains. However, yeah. here's where I'm going to blow your mind. Ooh, ready for it. Tim Tebow was born in Manila in 1987. No. Oh, my gosh. That's right. How? His parents were missionaries. What? He grew up there the first. You didn't. You knew his he parents were missionaries. I knew his parents were missionaries, president. but... 
No, he can't. Uh, wow. He was born in Manila in 1987, and shortly after, diplomats from nearby nations feted the family and their child, giving him Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Wilderness Essays by John Muir. The family returned Lord of the Flies by William Golding, and they didn't like some of the themes in the book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, Tebow lived there for four years with his parents, who were Baptist missionaries. He moved to the U.S. just before his fifth birthday, and crucially, Pop Warner registration. Mm, you oh, know why you got to take two Baptists on a fishing trip with you? Because if you take one, I'll drink all your beer. Pow! Take uh, that, Baptists. <laughs> uh, Finally, we got him. Uh, <laughs> That's what this whole podcast is about. about. Finally getting those Baptists. Typically, uh, Tim Tebow say, says all the right things. Quote, I've got such a heart for the Philippines. I've just had a really love for the had a love for the people for such a long time. To be able to represent them will be really cool, really, really cool. It's estimated that during his missionary work later in life, Tigo Tibo circumcised or aided in the circum- circumcision of a quarter of the population. What? Oh, that wow. can't no, be true. There's so <laughs> many people in the Philippines. That is a lot, lot of people. I've been to the Mall of Asia in Manila. There's a lot of people. So yeah, Phil, for additional context, yeah. Mike Piazza, you might remember him. Yeah, Mikey Pizza. Yeah, he's the coach of the Italian team, but, I think. But they allow you to... So they, Actually, I looked into like the rules in this. It's basically if your parents or grandparents are able to claim citizenship or were born there. Okay, you yeah. Can, so that's it. And also, like, Team Israel is mostly Jewish-American baseball players. I believe it. Yeah. Similarly. Makes sense. Yeah. But and there's, there's uh, oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Little League. <laughs> the Saudi Arabian team, which is all the children of American oil executives. Yeah, but, that's uh, huh. Oh, who played for Greece? Was it Brandon Inge? Somebody, I, somebody. I don't know. A, I don't think they, they auto Clearly American person who, who, who was on the Greek team. Don't know. Six to eight years ago? I don't know. Tebow again, I've gotten to play in a lot of cool sporting activities and big games, but this is the first one representing a country versus other countries. Hmm. Did someone say big games? The Philippines will play the Czech Republic on Friday, March 20th in Tucson, Arizona. Check yourself. (laughs) News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Aaron Rodgers opposes NFL collective bargaining agreement semicolon, unsure whether players are actually reading what's in it. <gasps> oh, no. Subheadline, Dan'l Plan, Lisa needs braces. <laughs> Dan'l Plan, Lisa needs braces. Right? The NFL's tobacco... I'm trying to think! <laughs> <laughs> the NFL's tobacco scientists and lawyers worked with the NFLPA on a new collective bargaining agreement, and now it's out to the players to vote on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deadline, March 12th. Ooh. Some key things in the proposal. It would expand the NFL's playoff field by two teams. Seven teams per conference. But instead of another wild card to spice things up, it's going to be the team in each conference that has accumulated the most targeting fouls. What? I like no, that. I'm just no, it's going, to be, it's going to be another wild card. Oh, I was going to say, that, that would be would really be, weird. Yeah, that would be the sort of thing you might do if you cared about player safety. Right. Which they do not. So yeah. I don't know the team that has accumulated the most. I was saying doing the most targeting fouls. Right. Not that's, what, that's how I most. took it. Is like, so this, is like, oh, this is like we're putting the brawlers. We're putting, yeah. yeah, we're putting in a no, team yeah, of enforcers thought, in the playoffs. Yeah. I thought like, oh, you would be getting a bye right now, except. Oh. <laughs> it would be a lot of fun, though, if like I could see somebody competing for that slot lot right like they were clearly going out in the field just <laughs> kicking the shit out of people and you're like oh i see they're trying to rack up the most fouls uh, i'm a sports fan 
You will get that sometimes in, I think in like the NHL, leading the league in penalty minutes yeah. is kind of a thing. So in the end of the season, some guys will sort of be like, oh, I might do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Let's just trip this guy. <laughs> Something else in the proposal. It would give the owners the option to expand to a 17-game season beginning in 2021. Oh, just the option, though. Spoiler alert. They're going to pick up the option. Oh, no. I mean, with all the stuff they've been saying lately about how player safety matters and the, mm -hmm. the we lied about concussions for over a decade is long in the past. Well, the concussion protocol can be trusted. They wouldn't go do something like add a whole fucking two extra games to the schedule. I have good news, though, Joel. Yeah. They're cutting the preseason to three games. Oh. Well, oh, that'll good. totally make up for it. I think that's pretty good, right? Well, the preseason yeah. is when nobody gets hurt because nobody plays yeah. hard. So they're taking away a game where the starters don't play, and they're adding one uh, for neurological disorders. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they forgot that they cared about this because they got clunked in the head so many times. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. The, the owners did not. The oh, owners are not the ones getting clunked in the head. Yeah. They will be the ones profiting the most. They're the ones getting in trouble for prostitution scandals. That's yeah. right. Hey, That's hey, right. not hashtag not all owners. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one's a big one. No more suspensions for marijuana. With you. Just <laughs> large fines. Oh, they should be. Everyone should be able to smoke as much well, as they want. Well, basically, it's it's and you only get suspended now if you don't go to their like uh, clinical care stuff. They're focusing mm. more on clinical care more than disciplinary stuff. So recreational drugs are now no suspensions, just fines. Performance enhancing drugs, you're going to get a suspension. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but incidentally, like utterly ridiculous that it took this whole yes. long. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I actually, I think I interviewed a guy once who was a former NFL player who said that one of the only ways that he could safely manage all of his pain and whatnot was by smoking pot. I believe it. Which is yeah. significantly better than all of those like anti-inflammatories they're taking that are destroying their livers and killing them faster. Well, Jeez, I would imagine also the, uh, the, yeah. the opioids. <laughs> I think the opioids are more worse than the anti-inflammatories. Uh, I mean, it depends on the well, dosage in, of the incense. In terms incense, of, right? like, if, if you just are... Taking like prescribed anti-inflammatories for a very long time, whereas I think like opioids are more likely to lead to you misusing them. Uh, but in terms of the like long-term consequences of you using them, whereas what I've read about the anti-inflammatories is that it's like, yeah, like this is stuff that people are supposed to take over the short term when they're injured, and the NFL players, a lot of them take it all season just to get out in the field, and that's really not really what it's intended incense for. though i mean huh? incense non-steroidal anti-inflammatories yeah like Advil. Uh, I, I i don't know the specific anti-inflammatories yeah not, Aleve, not no no no. i think i think we're not talking anti-employ i think we're talking like the high grade oh like cortisone uh that's a steroid on that i mean i I'd, I'd have to do some more research okay. i don't know the i don't i don't drugs. i don't think that non-steroidal anti-inflammatories are the issue yeah no no i don't think ibuprofen is the issue no that's they, not what they, I'm they on endermil okay. they on, on trapezoid yeah they on freakadone <laughs> wait a second i think you're making these up phil's a narc phil's oh, a narc no. yeah. we got him guys <laughs> point is yes joel popped off and he didn't quite know what he was talking about what no, god no <laughs> the proposal what? also, also no. <laughs> what no <laughs> we also got at least ninety thousand dollar increase in minimum salaries across the league uh, obviously pretty great sixty percent of the league makes the minimum salary so ninety thousand yeah. dollars that's pretty good i i still think given what they're doing and given like what percentage of total expenses are minimum salaries that's 
pathetic. It should it should still be way higher uh, than what it is. But they're going to limit the amount of days and pads at training camp to 16. Used to be 28. And this is my one of my favorites. Mandated improvements to visiting teams' locker rooms. Oh, oh hmm. now see. <laughs> <laughs> Franchise tags still exist. Yep. Those and, are bullshit. They should go away. And you're fucked if you're a veteran and you hold out in training camp. If, you, if you're a veteran, not a rookie contract, so Ezekiel Elliott this past season would have been okay, but if yeah. you're a veteran and you hold out in training camp for more than five days, you can't recoup the fines, and the season will now count as Oof. a season. you got to support Towards- our veterans, you know? It's not fair. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers players rep, isn't having it. He's been a vocal opponent of the 17-game season and was one of the dissenting votes in the decision for the NFLPA to send this CBA to membership for a vote. But this isn't what worries Rodgers the most. It's the lack of engagement, you guys. Right? He said he sent multiple messages to teammates about the talking points of the CBA ahead of the vote and, quote, got next to no responses. Aww. Oh, man. He's texting me. Rodgers texted me again in the offseason. He wants me to do fucking homework. Seriously? Yeah. No. Oh, no. This tough. is the whole, like. Oh, he wants me to do homework? I don't this is this is the QB? guy at work who is like, oh, I'll organize the NCAA pool, and then like a week later, he's like, okay, uh, twenty people still haven't paid me, and oh, uh, yeah, I know that <laughs> like, guy. This is yeah. this is the guy who thought volunteering would be a great idea, and then he realized the reason why he was able to do it is because nobody wants to deal with it. Well, it gets it gets worse. Quote: There's not a lot of critical thinking going on. Rogers said Friday, with virtually no self awareness that he's talking about the biggest group of jocks in America. And yeah, yeah, I know, like a handful went to Stanford. The point stands. (laughs) Rogers went on, quote. Yeah, we get it, Richard Sherman. Okay. Very smart. Fine, get it. Ryan Fitzpatrick went to an Ivy League school. Uh, Quote, there's a ton of information out there. I sent out this large email, and you email 73 guys. How many responses do you think you're getting back on this 2,000-word email that goes out? You'd be really disappointed to hear the actual answer. Aaron Rodgers is a nerd. Where's the TLDR? You got to get it down to two sentences. He's the guy on the Packers who writes the really long emails, and then he he expects everyone to read them. He's like, we have some specific problems we need to address here. Specifically, we've got a problem with this thing, and specifically, we need to resolve this specific problem. He sounds like Joel circa 2005. Who did not yet understand that you cannot expect responses to a 2000 no, word email. You can't. Every email needs to be yelled out in one breath. Yeah, right? Like, I know. Yeah. Good, good, good yeah. Uh, philosophy. Yeah. I know we'll occasionally slip up and send the 2000 word email, but when I get no responses, I'm like, oh, you know what, Joel? It's because that was a 2000 word email. <laughs> yeah, that was a little too <laughs> long. She's just was... been like, cleaned up after yourself in the kitchenette. So I think about to join us the podcast, they don't have up the safety shield yet, so he's not going to come in until it's up. But the- Hey, get your, get your hot popcorn here. Uh, hey, oh, hey, hey. Hey, uh, anyone are want you- any cold drinks? Hey, no. Are you not- our guest? Because we have not put up hey. the... I think Jean lied to us Who about the existence of the fresh safety. Who wants well, I've some been wearing this mustard. mask all week, so I think I'm pretty good. No, I know yeah. that, but I, I was informed that there would be a... Hot dogs and candy. Just I'm don't a touch vendor. your face. Oh, well, hello. he's talking hey. into Phil's microphone. I'll give, I guess I'll give myself my introduction. Yes. Yeah, sorry well, about we that. Don't, well, we don't know your name. You're the vendor from the yeah, Seattle you Dragons. You call me the vendor. We don't want to oh, use your real name. Okay. Is that, yeah. Yep. It's understandable. I think a lot of people might be pretty oh, upset. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay, so you're... But I'm ready to believe this could have been a completely understandable mistake. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. You might not have known that you had it. Well, geez, I don't even know why I have to do this interview. It sounds like Joel's pretty much got it covered here. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I appreciate well, it. Well, let me set this up real oh, quick. Sure. Maybe we'll cut on this intro out. Sure, you yeah. bet. You are the Seattle Dragons vendor. Yeah. The ex- Vince McMahon's XFL Seattle Dragons vendor. Absolutely, yeah. And it was found out recently that you were diagnosed with coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. I had to escape the hospital to come here. I don't uh, know yeah. if you should have done that. No, it's true. I was going all over the stadium, spread coronavirus, didn't even know it. But you didn't know it. You were just doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's what right. You, what were you doing when you were going around we, the stadium selling? I was going around the stadium selling candies and hot dogs and touching up on the popcorn and then giving it to children. Did you say you escaped the hospital? Yeah, I escaped the hospital because what you don't may not know about me is... Whenever my coronavirus hits, I transform into Corona Vendor. <laughs> Rip my vendor shirt oh off. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I'm oh, Corona Vendor. It's like a different person right yeah, now. Yeah, that's oh right. I spit out my green mist of coronavirus. <laughs> oh god, get down. Oh, get down, oh, Joel. Joel, oh, get down. Oh. I told you we needed the shield. Oh, and god, now all my enemies have coronavirus. And you'll see me as quarterback for the Seattle Dragons next week. No, I hope not. I think if I think we can get to the microphones. I think we can stay below yeah. the mist. If you we're, can just kind that's of right. we're leaning away here. Oh God, he's got oh. a he's got a bag of hard candies and a drink with a straw. He's trying candies. to share with us. Uh, 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 it's so uh, good. Uh, oh, but they're uh, so good. Those little butterscotch. Eat ones. those butterscotches. No, 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 don't, don't, don't eat I am the vendor, the greatest quarterback the dragons have ever seen, with the powers of coronavirus. Oh, oh my God! Look at his arms. His arms are huge. Oh. We've got to stop. Him. This has got a. Is that a hot dog? Oh, do you want dogs? the hot dog? I could go for oh, two, actually. Let yeah. me cough into it. Blah, blah. And then stick it in your mouth. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't take that hot dog. Do you oh. have onions? Oh, I've got onions. <coughs> take these onions. Oh, no, no, right. don't do that, Joel. That's that right. Such a I'll be giving coronavirus oh, oh, to all second. my enemies. It's infected with coronavirus. <laughs> That's right. I know what you're saying to yourself. If I'm following the narrative thread, that means Joel will also become <laughs> super strong. Not so. I've got a rare genetic mutation that makes coronavirus make me stronger and oh, everybody sorry. else weaker. I just saw a hot dog and I went into in a reflex. You, you know, oh, you should big eat mistake. That. Hard to. Oh, wait a second. Are those chili dogs? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eat this chili that I've been keeping in my pants. Oh, and do you have nacho cheese? I do. There you oh, go. This has become awesome. a very Love gross interview. Oh, oh God! Oh, what did I do? I know what you're thinking. Who did I used to be before I came the Corona quarterback? <laughs> Me, I was mild-mannered, the vendor, just trying to get a minimum wage job to save my family from poverty. Well, as soon as I got coronavirus, they all perished. And now I'm looking for my revenge against other XFL teams as I drive in as many dirt dirts as I can. I'm not sure I follow. Why, why are the other XFL teams the ones you want revenge against? Because I was working to feed their fans for so many years as a vendor. You were selling stuff at away games? Oh, I was selling stuff to everyone. 
also, you were selling stuff at XFL games prior to this year? And they would laugh at me saying, look at that weakling selling food and snacks to my fat families. And now I'm going to take out my revenge by destroying all their teams. Well, I was going to say, it looks like you could throw a football a country mile. Your arms are huge. Uh, the more, worse the coronavirus grows inside me, the stronger I become. And your legs, I mean, you, you look really quick. Like, you could scramble a lot in the pocket. Oh, I could scramble in the pockets. And anyone who tries to tackle me will get my germs and wither from the coronavirus. As they wither, do you get stronger? I get stronger with every life I take. The power inside of me grows! Well, you know what, Jordan? I've heard enough. It's time for us to do something. If we don't stop him now, he's going to just go hog wild. So you know what? It is... I'm sorry. Are those nachos? Those are nachos, no, yes. No, With no. the pickled jalapenos? Oh, oh yeah. Great. There's your jalapenos. Don't eat those nachos. Jordan, stadium nachos. Ooh. No, no. With I, just the nacho cheese and the jalapenos. People put too much special stuff on them. No, I, the simple way is the best way to go. And I really agree um, with you. I just um, think um, you're going to get coronavirus um, and you're going to wither. And after I destroy get, all, all the other... I'll destroy all the other teams in the XFL, and then I'll be coming for you, Brock Lesnar, at the <laughs> Russell Royal Rumble, and make my road to WrestleMania. Is it possible that coronavirus is just part of the new WrestleMania plotlines? No. <laughs> I'm the Corona quarterback. I might rebrand by then. I don't think you can be stopped, Jordan. You can, you've can you got plenty of evidence right here. There's no I'll way to avoid getting, getting the coronavirus. You know, if I can bet on WrestleMania, I would take you at the next WrestleMania. I would, too. I think it's a really good gimmick. Uh, Do we want to make it a tag team, Jordan? Nope. <laughs> I'm out, well, I'm out on I'm this. infected. Yeah, 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 I'm a little worried now. No, you're not going to be okay. This is a gimmick, but I really do have the coronavirus. Oh, he's wearing fake arms. Yeah, it's fake arms. Fake legs. Yeah. But the I'm coronavirus, okay. is, that's not a fake thing. No, the virus is growing inside me. I'm a method quarterback. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, can you just give me a box of Jelly Bellies? Sure. Oh. There you go. On the way well, out. I've already there you got go. it. Uh, yeah, you might as well at this point. No, thank you. You're all wither under the corona quarterback. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports: the twelve weirdest gadgets in golf. Ooh, yeah. The weirdest is, is this? Is this native content, Phil? This feels like. No, the native content listicle. This is like the character they got to replace Rodney Dangerfield in Caddyshack 2. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jackie Jackie Mason. Mason. Yeah, Jackie Mason. And he's got all the, he's got like the laser guided putter. It's like every single person in this pool you protect except for that guy. And then he turns off the water on the slide and then his butt gets so hot going down the slide it turns into smoke. The first time I noticed... Dan Aykroyd is now the groundskeeper, I think? Terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a terrible movie. When he goes down the, the slide, the line is, ow, ow, my ass is on fire, I believe. Yeah. But the, when I first saw it on television, it was a really bad dubbing. I believe it's sort of an odd one to throw on there. So he goes, yeah. ow, ow, my butt is on fire. Oh, and it was no. so obviously dubbed. Yeah. That's a tough one. Number 12, the golf swing shirt. <laughs> they call it a shirt, but it feels more like a straight jacket when you slip it on, inserting your arms through a snug-fitting center sleeve that's designed to keep your arms and body more connected. You'd have to be crazy to use one of those. Right, it's like you keep your <laughs> arms like this. So. That, I can see how this would be helpful for like uh, ADD kid golfers. 
Yeah. Like, no, no, Johnny, you're going to learn golf. You're, you're going to learn golf. Yeah, your arms are akimbo. But you got to keep thing, them together. You're keeping your left arm straight the whole time or something like that? Should, uh, should I, I think I think we're getting like into a, anti-inflammatories a, now, Joel. A splint coming. Yeah, uh, I, I know this is less a, about I think this, this is a full category. <laughs> Number eleven, the ice block putter. What? So you may have heard of the ghost putter, but this uh, putter appears to be wielded by the ghost. It stands on its own, so you can stand behind it and get a better line. Mm. Like you can set it up on the ground, and then you, and oh, that's if someone's cool. angry about you beating them and they start to throw the ice from their mixed drink at you, it's great for fending it off. Right, because ice versus ice. It's like in Pokemon, that's a neutral. Number 10, the Skills Gyro Swing. It's the first ever club equipped with a gyroscopic motor which whirs and winds like an airplane ready for takeoff. Wait, wait. wait, So when you swing, it goes... (laughs) Does it do anything other than make a fun noise? No. It says exactly how it helps your game remains unclear. Do you want to piss off everyone in your foursome? Right. It's just a cocky move. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, the wire protective golf suit. Woe is the diligent driving range worker riding around in his range picker. The favorite target for every meathead on the practice tee, but he could have it worse. He could be going on his job in a foot wearing a ridiculous wire protective golf suit. Is that limited to meatheads? Because I feel like everyone likes yeah. to try and hit the card. But, it's, but it's all in good fun because he's protected. It's yeah. so chain is this, mail. Is this like a, a chain? That's what yeah, he's it's wearing? like chain mail. So he doesn't need the, the thing around the card. Yeah. He could actually walk around like a right. knight. But in the but commercial why? they had for it, it's like people who are just afraid of getting hit by a ball while they're golfing. It's like lightweight enough that you can just wear it while golfing. That's odd. Why not just wear a fear. helmet? Because they don't want to get hit in the body. Yeah, but your bodys I mean, it'll hurt, but it's not going to be that bad. I don't know. You know in Apocalypse Now when they're sitting on their helmets instead of wearing them? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're like, why are you doing that? And they're like, why well, you think? Right, uh, yeah, exactly. Number eight, new tees, nudie golf tees. What? Yeah. Just because Murfield is now admitting women uh, doesn't mean that chauvinism in golf is dead. It's alive and well in pro shop sundries like these anatomically correct plastic tees. They look like naked women in their tees. Oh, except instead I, of a head, you put the ball. I thought on they it. were going to be penises. Oh no! And you like shoved the head into the ground and you hit. No, it's off naked it. women golf tees. That I could get behind. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want anyone to know that I was using them. And but, and uh, objectively, the penis ones would be funnier. Yeah, probably. way funnier. Yeah. Uh, number seven, the Hammer X driver. With its hollowed out head and flattened knife edge shaft, the Hammer X looks straight. But uh, with a delightfully oddity is its infomercial, which includes a rumbling monster truck style voiceover and cartoonish exclamations for former long drive champion Jack Ham. So this is like a corked driver. Yeah, yeah, it does sound right. Like- I was thinking that earlier with the gyro one. Was I was like, oh, is the deal like you want uh, you want holes to let air through so you can get more speed on mm, your yeah. your torque? But clearly, that's not what that was. Right. Number six is the weed whacker driver. It's an old age dilemma. Go out and play golf or stay home and do yard work. This proudly illegal club lets you do both. When you swing, it cuts all the uh, all the debris beat in your backswing and forswing and then also hits the ball. <laughs> I so mean, can... we had one of those at my house just for gardening. It was like a, sure. it's like a it's modern like a scythe. scythe. Yeah. yeah. If you want to practice your swing, you could just use one of those. Yeah, you can't hit a ball. <laughs> Number five, the big beer tha. You could hit a ball. 
it would damage the ball and it would is, is this but. some sort of golf club bag that holds beer it is a golf club oh. that fits beer it's a driver that you pour beer into and then you can shotgun a beer out of the handle it's oh like a and, beer bomb and this is if you know courses sometimes are strict about taking beers on the thing oh you yeah, hide yeah them there's a, a bag yeah. like your bag has a pocket for your beers yeah. Take one less beer and a beer bong. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bing, bop, 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 bop. Number four, the AR-15 golf ball launcher. So some people think golf clubs should be more tightly regulated. Others feel the same <laughs> way about guns. Needless to say, they are not the target market for this assault rifle mounted golf ball launcher, which attaches to a rifle barrel like a silencer. Oh, kind of like uh, like Peter Tosh's famous M16 guitar. Sure. Yeah. But you can also you can shoot it up to five hundred yards. A, that's a oh. big drive. Yeah, you could you could make you could uh, make a, a part two on a oh. part five. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> you sure How, can. What, what's like a good drive? Like like three hundred yards. Yeah. Yards. Well, and a part five is usually like five hundred. That's right. why. Yeah. Only have to increase the length of your drive by sixty percent. You know. Maybe or get the AR fifteen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or you could just cheat and shoot it out of a gun. <laughs> uh, number three. You guys go ahead to yeah. the fairway. I'm going to drive after you're gone. I get uh, self-conscious. Right. Uh, number three, the potty putter toilet time golf game. It's a little mm. uh, putting tee that you goes around your toilet and then you putt. I have I have seen that. I've seen those. I feel too. like that's a Sky Mall thing. You putt yeah. into your toilet? No, it's no, like a little hole. It's like when you're sitting there, you can kind of play a game. It's like, like a instead of a rug game. in front of you, it's like a little green. little green. So you're just putting while you sit on the toity. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> for people who don't want to put long. a book in their bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or for people like me that fire out poops real fast. It does not take me long to poop. I'm uh, very part, efficient. Because you're eating a lot more fiber. It's true. That's the key there, guys. Number two, the drutter. It's not a driver or a putter. It's a drutter. And it's meant to replace all 14 clubs in your bag. At one end is a Y-shaped prong with an elastic band that functions as a slingshot, which is used to fire your ball from green tea to green. And on the other end is a putter for drudging. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like those like yeah. pens that have eight colors, right. but they suck. Yeah. And they always break. Oh, 100%. That reminds me of like one of the four times I've been golfing was at Lake of the Hills in, uh, in Okemos, Michigan. It was a par three course. It was not very nice. And we used to sneak on, and you really just needed a putter. Oh, yeah. You know, like, people, uh, you said that, and I was like, you can drive with a putter. Sure. It might yeah. not go yeah. the direction and you it want it to. probably break, but <laughs> yeah. that's cool. And number one, Ooh. the Euro Club. In a game bogged down by sluggish play, a quicker, faster way to take relief, a club that doubles as a portable urinal. You unscrew the leak-proof cap, cover yourself up with a privacy towel, and go about your business right there on the course. Pretty cool invention. Then again, so is indoor well, plumbing. I really, I really got to say here, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of controversy about this, but I personally think that, you know, the days of yore when all of the different countries in Europe had their own own clubs, you know, and they were each using them, too confusing. We're better off now that they've consolidated under the Europutter. Uh you're in big trouble for that one, mister. <laughs> that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, we don't know very much about golf, so all three of us kind of fall like sports outsiders on that one. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, 
We're going to, against, again, my better judgment, we're going to bring back the Corona quarterback. What are you doing, Jordan? I, 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 I just got I word that I managed to avoid pop, pop catching. Popcorn and we got some candy, candy hey, boxes. Hey, vendor, could you just go this ahead? This doesn't hey, work yeah, a second you time. I'm going to hand yeah. you this piece no, of paper. After you you're done with it, you can just crumple yeah, it up. Yeah, I got the coronavirus. Well, okay, I'm going to hand this to you. Yeah, there we go. And just I'll go take ahead it. and no, read. I appreciate uh, it. All right, you can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. I'm feeling great. Just uh, sell, that pit selling beef candy. Over there? Selling candy, I'll right? Take one of those. Yeah, absolutely. By all I means, still don't think, Joel, you've avoided it so far. I don't know how. <laughs> or you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Stadium sushi that you have over there? Yeah, a little stadium sushi right here. You never go wrong with sushi. Oh, the transformation's happening. It's me, the Corona quarterback. Oh, the vendor's dead now. It's only me. Oh, or you can find all of our episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. You better stay at home and listen, because if you go out, the Corona quarterback will give you the virus. Wait, is that clam chowder? Yeah, you want oh, some? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, feeling sick, yeah. so some soup would be nice. You know, I've just added up your total for everything you ordered, and you owe me $480. Oh, God. Fuck Still it. stadium prices outside of the stadium. It's the most dastardly thing he did. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. I got a little bit of a tickle in my throat, but I think Bye, we're Joel. Going.